Hi guys, this week on the Beyond Skin Beat podcast with me, Julian Vanessa, I'll be discussing things that you should know before getting the big chop. I share my personal story of the entire experience, as well as a few tips that I think you definitely should know that would help to make the process easier for some. Now, I did something similar uh, a few years back on my website. You can check that out at jodianvanessa.com and feel free to comment. Stay tuned. Okay, guys, let me first start off with my big chop story, which was not as a result of me wanting to return natural. I've always been natural, but the truth about it is... I was stressed and when I'm stressed you see it in two places my face with breakouts and my hair with a breakage and I know here very well I know what to prom- what to do to promote growth I know what to do to take care of my scalp I usually have terrible eczema on my scalp and no it is so under control I hardly flake so I know how to take care of my hair and my skin. But the truth about it is once you have stress, it doesn't matter what you do. Topically, it will still reflect in its way or manifest in different ways. So that was my issue. Now I had been saying, oh, I'm going to do the big chop for months. I think by the time I decided to really do it, my friends... I didn't quite believe me because I've always had long hair. But I didn't believe in having long unhealthy hair. I much rather having short healthy hair than long unhealthy hair. So I did the big chop. Now that day I can tell you when the hairstylist did the first cut because she had parted it and put it in big twists so she did the initial cut big like a big chunk just snip now when she cut that first big twist i felt i started to feel very faint i was like oh my god i can't believe i did this what have i done and she saw the stress and this is like do you need a drink and i said what do you have and she had vodka and that is what took me through it because i can be honest with you after that first cut i was freaking out but after seeing how i looked after everything was done i was like short hair still fits me i think part of me relied a lot on my hair um when i wanted to feel overly confident or more confident i do a big twist out and i just always felt very confident with big hair physically i didn't realize how much i used my hair as a crutch or how much i thought i defined myself by my hair until i was going to cut it and i realized you know what if i look ugly what if I'm not attractive? You know, all of those questions came to mind. And I was like, no. 
when I cut it, I realized, Jodie, you're still attractive. You're a shining star. You know, I, I tried to give myself some affirmations. And I was really proud of the cuts. Um, I realized I had good cheekbones. And I, like, I loved the, the shape of my face. And there were things about my facial features that I really, really got to appreciate more with the big chop. And... I was glad for it and because of that I learned a few things about myself but I also learned a few things about my hair I learned a lot about the process of growing back my hair so with all that new knowledge I'm going to share with you a few things that people should know before they get the big chop and I would love to say I chopped my hair again a second time because I just loved a good haircut. The second time I went to a barber and I was a bit extra because I got the sides shaved. So I didn't do a cut the second time. I did a full on side shaved tapered cut trim. You know, but I really enjoyed the process. Here are the tips that I think you should know before doing the big chop. Okay, first step is do research on your haircut. Now, when I say to do research on the haircut, I mean based on your face shape, do research. So, based everybody's face is shaped differently and while we're all beautiful the thing about it is every cut might not suit your face shape so you might get up and you might see someone in a sweet ass tapered cut and you're like wow i want that but you have to look on the shape of the person who has the tapered cut does the face shape match yours? Or if so, you see a girl with a really low cut and it's round in shape. Now, with that round haircut, we complement her to your face shape. You know, we always try to use a cut that complements our face, the shape of it. If you have strong cheekbones or round chubby cheeks, which haircut really complements that face shape? And don't just get up and see somebody who looks cute in a haircut, but their face shape is opposite from you, and you take it on because you want to have that cut. And then when you cut it, you might not like it. No. No matter what, it's going to look different on you. Because we, we have different features. But when you do the research, you're more likely to have a hit with your haircut than a miss. Because you thoroughly researched what haircuts or what type of cuts really matches your face shape.
okay so for step two i'd say don't plan out your hair routine too much and when i say don't plan it out i don't mean be unprepared i just saying that don't plan what your hair type supposed to feel like what it's supposed to look like what it's sub what products it's supposed to use before you finish getting the big chop the thing about it is a lot of the times when persons get up and have a major problem with the big chop and not liking their hair is because they watch so many youtube videos look on so many pinterest pages we get we fall in love with a particular curl pattern or curl type and when you look on your hair when it's growing out it sort of maybe give you that wavy look instead of that kink and you're not paying attention to the fact that you have your cream ends on still so it's still a bit misleading you can't tell 100% what it is what your curl pattern will look like when you cut your hair not because you maybe even have a vague memory of your hair being processed before because what can happen is the constant processing can change your curl pattern so we many of us get to find think we have an idea of what our hair should look like after the big chop but when you do it it's not that and it throws you for a loop and you automatically know think your hair is harder to manage because it doesn't curl or kink the way you wanted it to it doesn't feel the way you want it to but you maybe just need to figure out the products that you need to use based on your hair porosity and the right feeling of your hair would come the curl pattern it doesn't matter what curl pattern you have your hair will be beautiful so don't think about oh my god i want my hair to look like this when i do a wash and go oh my hair to look like this when i do a twist out because that's how many persons revert back to creaming because they just have this rigid mindset of what their natural hair needs to be like and it has to fall into a certain type a certain group and if it doesn't they really don't know what to do with it when maybe if you even had that curl type you wouldn't know what to do with it because when it comes down to understanding your hair it comes to down to seriously your hair porosity it has nothing to do with what curl pattern you have it comes down to your porosity and then you'll know what products to use based on that how easy it might be how difficult um, it might be is based on if you're using the right products for your hair so don't try to map out what your hair should look like don't do it you might be setting up yourself for just a difficult experience because you want a particular type here Sometimes a barber is better than a hairstylist. So 
cut the hair. Many people won't agree with me on this one. Some people won't. But depending on the style that you want, especially if you're doing any form of shaving, I do agree that a barber is better than a hairstylist. I, the second time I cut my hair, I went to a barber. It was a lot cheaper, mind you. The, the, person who, the person who cut my hair the first time was awesome. She was great. Her service was great. But when I got that second cut from the barber, I was like, oh, oh, they know their stuff. Like if you have a good barber, and trust me, well, this is to my Jamaican listeners. I don't know about persons who might not live in Jamaica, but for my Jamaican listeners, it's also a hell of a lot cheaper. A hell of a lot cheaper. Trust me. You're going to pay so much less. You're going to pay just a small fraction of what you pay to a hairstylist. I'm not saying that the hairstylist is expensive or overpriced. At all, but the barber will cost you a lot less. And... They will definitely hit the spot when it comes to the cut if you have to do any form of shaving of the head. So, yeah, I am somebody that I recommend a barber over a hair status depending on how much of your hair you're cutting off. Now, if you're cutting off, if you transitioned for most of your natural hair growth and you braided and you have a good five or so inches of natural hair i would not recommend a barber for you definitely not then you need to go to a hair stylist that somebody who specializes in natural hair please and have them cut your hair yeah a barber is not for you but if you're gonna shave anything the way to go is the barber. Yes, I stand up by that. You know what? You might end up just loving short hair. No, I always, like for example, for me, I always saw my sister cutting her hair. Even before she decided to return natural, she liked a short pixie cut and her hair would grow to a nice length and then she'd cut it again. And I always was fascinated with her love and addiction to the scissors. I always had long thick hair and I loved, I had an obsession with my love, my long hair, sorry. And I was like, hey. I can't imagine cutting my hair like that. But when I had to do the big chop because I wanted the healthy hair, because I was shedding so much, I was fascinated with the short hair. I loved the edge it gave me. I love how I looked with it. And instead of just cutting it to grow it back, I end up keep on, you know, trimming it a little, cutting it a little. 
and then even when I decided to grow it back I was like I missed the cut life and zoops I went and shaved off the sides the second time around and it was awesome I'm now attempting to grow it back fully again and who knows I might in the future cut it one more time you never know and nothing is wrong with that but just know you might surprise yourself you might surprise yourself because many of us think that we love long hair but we just love that the long hair because we don't know how we look with short hair so you might come out looking like a goddess and decide that hey I am sticking with this for now it's a new look it's a new me and it's liberating not to mention it is so low maintenance it isn't funny short natural hair isn't like short cream hair that you try to make sure it curl make sure it wrap make sure it this and that no you literally can wash it and go you so little products at that point it listen you will love the process it feels like your scalp is free it feels like your you might just get obsessed with the short hair i think this segment is kind of talking me into cutting it again so i'm gonna cut it right here <laughs> and go on to the next step Do not turn up your nose at protective styling. A lot of persons maybe never braided their hair, worn a wig, or done that form of protective styling. But the thing about doing a big chop, that in-between phase is no joke and it's no myth. It is difficult take it from someone who knows her hair well who had long hair for an extended period of time who knows how to manage it comb it knows what porosity her hair is know exactly what my hair needs so even i went into it a little arrogant when i was told this that you're going to have that awkward phase and i was like yeah but i know my hair and I know the shape here I'm cutting it in I know based on the shape I want to look but what I realize is an in-between phase doesn't allow for lazy day so that lazy day can have when your hair is short and it and even if it needs to wash or anything you can wash it rub some product in it use a afro pick do whatever you need to do to detangle Put in the leave-in to make sure it's soft and well moisturized and go you can't really do that in the in-between phase it takes a longer process because you have so much hair at that point it takes a longer process but it's not long enough to comb in one so because it's not long enough to really comb back in one you really need to pay attention to it because if you had long hair and you have that lazy day you just dip your hand into that tub of eco styler or extreme wet line gel 
slap it on around the edges brush it up and go as well we don't really care about how the ends are because a puff is cute a messy bun is cute a neat bun is cute it doesn't matter which one you do once it's cute and you're fine but on that in-between phase you need like it's you can't have a lazy day and the only way you can have a lazy day is if you have a lazy month and braid your hair i never thought i'd ever use braids you know and i just thought that if you braid your hair it's lazy you can find a way to start here at every stage but we all have lives we all work out it is just caps the potential sometimes to just get so hectic and to spend time on your hair because it's at that awkward phase might not be a motivation today it's not that you don't love your hair but you love it but you just don't want to deal with it today the things that you love in your lives that some days you don't want to deal with just because of what you might be going through so don't turn up your nose at it i like box braids you might not but find a protective style that is suitable for you please i say this do not go too fine with the braids so whichever braids you choose if you choose if you decide to choose braiding your hair don't go too fine that can ruin your edges also go to a good hairstylist who knows natural hair who will look on your hair and not pack on your hair because they want to make more money with braiding your hair because that in itself can give you attention alopecia if they use too much hair on your head and makes it and make it heavy and keep on pulling at the strands so just do your search get a great hair stylist that has a passion and love for hair and not somebody who's just out to make money because trust me it will cost you more harm than good i have learned from experiences from friends just be very careful of who you go to if you decide to braid your hair because not everyone really has a love for hair that does hair some people do it because they can style well and make it look cute but they have no knowledge or passion or love for hair and to me that's a problem because they can hurt the person whose hair they're styling so do your research on that thanks This is also a good one. Um, persons, I did a poll on Instagram and persons videos talking about this one and I found it funny because I had the same experience myself. People will be more attached to your hair than you. So you get up and do a big chop, especially for persons who had long processed hair. You will have people that get up and say, oh my god, you cut your hair? Yeah. It's not their hair. Some of them cut their hair all the time. 
but they believe that you shouldn't cut your hair. I remember for me having a friend telling me, no, 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 you shouldn't cut your hair. But she cuts her hair all the time. And I'm like, where do you come off telling me how to style my hair? I mean, you cut your hair yesterday, you know? So you have people who will have their opinions, like people have opinions about everything. And you'll get irritated at one point or another, no matter how strong you are. At one point or another, you're going to get annoyed because the truth is, people, there's some people that will just pass the comments and then there are some people that are abrasive. There are some people that will judge. There are some people that will ask you some stupid questions like, if your man leave you, did you need to do that change? Yes. And <laughs> you'll be like what or they'll ask you are you going into a new relationship yeah so <laughs> there you'll be asked some real dumb questions and you'll have some people that will take it personally you'll have people that will literally be angry with you over your own hair and they aren't paying your bills. They ain't buying your products. They don't know nothing about you. They're not doing anything to help you. But they will be. Have all the opinions in the world. I'm telling you. You might think it's small. But it's there. So prepare yourself to ignore them. Do not answer. It's a waste of time. A waste of space. And a waste of energy. But just be mentally prepared. That it will happen. It doesn't matter who you think. Um, it is, it doesn't matter if you think you don't talk to a lot of people because it's not the people who are even your friends who takes it that personally. It's not even the people who are your close friends that take it personally. So yeah, just be prepared for it. Just be prepared people will comment and say things to you sideways and you're going to get annoyed. But just know, you know why you do it. And even if you do it for the fun of it, it's your hair. And nobody needs to tell you how to style your hair. So, just be prepared for it and know that it will happen. And it happens all the time. And it's just another thing in life that people just feel like they have a right to comment about when it's none of their business. Okay? There is so much more I could say. I could go on for days on this topic. But if you want me to do a part two, you can let me know via email. And it was a fun episode to record. Thanks again for listening. XOXO. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beyond Skin Deep podcast with me, Jordan Vanessa. For my podcast handles, you can reach me at my Instagram, Beyond Skin Deep Pod. And for Twitter, you can reach me at BSD with Jovi. You can also email me at website at gmail.com. That is J O D Y A N N E website at gmail.com. You can also reach me on my personal instagram and twitter handle which is jody and v so that's j-o-d-y-a-n-n-e-v feel free to contact me share your stories 
or suggest what else you want to hear from me and I will be most happy to respond and oblige. So thanks for listening again. XO, XO.